Welcome to the Pursue of Bliss podcast. My name is Kristen. I'm a self-professed health, spirituality, and mindset junkie. You know that blissful happiness you feel when you're just at peace with yourself, living fully in the present moment? That's the feeling I believe we are all in the pursuit of. And I want to help you get one step closer by up-leveling your health, mindset, and love for yourself. Because that lasting and blissful happiness can only be found and created within. So get ready for all things mindset, holistic health, and spirituality. I hope this serves you. beautiful people. Welcome back to another episode of the Pursuit of Bliss podcast. I know my voice sounds a little bit different. It's kind of scratchy and hoarse. I am just moving through and getting to the other side of a sinus infection of sorts. I actually completely lost my voice over the weekend to the point where I couldn't even speak. I could only whisper and so I'm finally feeling back to normal. I have all my energy back, feeling great, just have this raspiness left in my throat. But I had so much that I wanted to share with you. I didn't want to wait until next week to record. So please bear with me. Even though my voice sounds a little bit different than usual, it's still me. I have so much to share. And I know that I actually haven't been very active on the podcast in the past two months, or I guess I put out a few uh, recorded interviews, but I haven't recorded a podcast in over two months now. I haven't put out a solo episode in, uh, I think it's been like seven weeks or so, and I'm really excited to be back, and I've been waiting until the timing was right to come back, and until my energy was right, and until I was ready to share And I want to share with you guys what's been going on with me the past few months and why I haven't put out any podcast episodes and actually why I haven't been active in any area of my business. I've been pretty MIA on Instagram in the past few months. I've been showing up here and there, but not consistently. I stopped updating my email list. I stopped putting out YouTube videos. I stopped creating content. I canceled all of my meetings, canceled all of my scheduled interviews. I basically stopped everything in my business and I'm going to explain why in this podcast I'm going to talk about the space that I've been in, which I like to call the void. And I know that a lot of you are currently in that same space. So I'm going to give you tips to navigate the void. If you're in a place of feeling confused, nothing in your life is making sense, you might feel stuck, you might feel lost, you might kind of feel hopeless, or the things that used to excite you don't excite you anymore. Your goals, your visions might not feel aligned with who you currently are and where you see your future headed. You know, that's kind of where I found found myself about three months ago. And so before I get into this, I just want you to know first and foremost, if you're in this space or you've ever been in this space, I just want you to know that you're still on the right path and there is nothing wrong with you. And there is so much good and abundance on the other side of the void, on the other side of the confusion and the chaos and the darkness and the uncertainty. There is so, so, so much. And I'm speaking to you from the other side of the void. 
And I know that every single time I find myself in some sort of void in my life, when I surrender to it, on the other side is so much beauty and so much more magic than I could have ever imagined or even planned for myself. And I'm getting goosebumps as I'm saying this because I am heading into a stage of so much abundance and beauty and I just feel my visions coming to life and manifesting right now and so much is playing out in my reality. After three months of intense stagnancy and and diving deep into the shadows and the pain and the hurt and the feels and all of that and just know that polarity is universal law, right? What what goes down has to go up and if we want to go high, we have to go low and, and going low does not need to mean suffering, right? What is suffering? Suffering is resistance to pain. When we learn to no longer resist the pain, we don't need to suffer through it. We simply need to experience it. And joy can actually be found within the pain when we learn to surrender to it and to allow it to be instead of resisting it or judging it or labeling it or trying to push it away or trying to change our experience. And this is some deep manifestation shit that not everyone is ready for, right? I know, you know, people, they want to manifest and they come to me and they want to learn about affirmations and visualizing and feeling abundant and vibrant and high vibe and like how to feel good all the time. And, you know, that stuff is great and fun and magical, but it's not going to change your life. And the stuff that is going to change your life is the stuff that is not fun. The stuff that is uncomfortable. That is the stuff that is, you know, it might look like crying on your bathroom floor or having breakdowns or actually being present with and feeling your anxiety. It might mean having hard conversations, the kind that make you want to puke and run as fast as you can in the other direction. It might mean setting boundaries. It might mean setting boundaries with yourself. It might mean looking at your life seriously and saying no to the things that are not in alignment. That is difficult. It might mean slowing down, turning things completely off, getting rid of all forms of external validation, getting to know who you are without external validation, getting to know who you are when you shed all of the layers of who you thought you were. Because the truth is that oftentimes who we think we are is actually holding us back. The way we think people need to see us, the way we think people do see us, the identity we think we need to consistently keep up, the person we think we need to be, the way we think we need to show up, the kind of business we think we need to run, all of that is holding you back. And sometimes to reach that next version of yourself, you have to shed all of the layers. That is really uncomfortable. To rebirth yourself as a new version of yourself who is a match for the kind of life you want, it means the old or current version of yourself needs to die. There has to be a death and rebirth cycle. That is the process of quantum leaps into the next version of your life, into manifesting all of these new amazing things. The version of you who is a match of your old for your old life needs to die to be reborn, like right, like the phoenix, like the caterpillar becoming the butterfly. And so the void is what I call the mush. (laughs) And this is really the only word I had to describe my experience over the past three months. Like whenever people ask me, I, the only word I could use was mush, right? Like I am in the damn mush. And I think of that as, you know, the process of when a caterpillar becomes a butterfly, they cocoon themselves and whatever, they're in the cocoon and caterpillars actually completely like I don't even know what the word for it is, but they break down into goo, into mush. 
Like, they completely lose form and they become just a pile of mush within the cocoon. Like, they are nothingness. Their entire form is gone. And within that, they rebuild themselves and they become a butterfly. They leave the cocoon and fly away. Right? And so, the last three months, I was in the mush stage. (laughs) Right? I had completely broken down. I was shedding all layers of who I am, who I thought I was, my identity, the way I was running my life, the way I thought I needed to run my life and my business. And I would just let go of everything. I let go of who I thought I was. I let go of the patterns. I let go of the way I was showing up in my life. I let go of all attachments to anything outside of me. I let go of working toward my goals and my visions. I let go of showing up in my business. I let go of everything. And I kind of had this ego death. (laughs) And I realized that I still had these attachments to things outside of me. I had attachments to success. I had attachments to my client outcomes. I had attachments to, you know, what people thought of me in my business. And when I say attachments, I mean worthiness, right? I had certain parts of me that I realized felt more worthy if I was manifesting the success, if I was manifesting the higher income each month, if I was consistently changing people's lives, if people were inspired by my content. And yes, people were inspired by my content. And yes, I was manifesting the money. And yes, I was changing people's lives. But what I realized was I had a sense of my own worth that was attached to these outcomes. So what I wanted to know is who am I? Who is Kristen outside of her achievements? Who is Kristen outside of her business? Who is Kristen outside of being a healer? Who is Kristen outside of the impact she has on other people's lives? Who is Kristen in the nothingness? And that is what fueled the mush period. I wanted to know who I am outside of everything I've built. And so in order to do that, I had to stop everything that I've built. I stopped everything. And this is extremely difficult for me. Uh, I think, honestly, probably difficult for almost anyone because we live in a world and a society that places purpose and worthiness on linear success, on moving linearly forward, on manifesting achievements. And so in a world that glorifies going and hustling and moving forward and making progress, you know, who are you when you stop that? Who are you when you're not moving forward linearly when you're not making progress. And it's almost like I purposefully sabotaged my own business. I was like, you know what? No, I'm done. I'm not going to try to hit a money goal this month. I'm not going to try to put out content. I'm not going to try to get clients. In fact, I'm going to actively try to do the opposite. I'm going to do nothing. I had people reaching out asking for information on on my programs and I just wasn't responding. I wasn't getting on my email, wasn't checking my DMs. I was doing nothing. And so I sat in the discomfort of the purposeful sabotage of my own business. And what I found was that I am more strength than I ever realized. And I built stronger faith than I've ever realized. Because in the entire, what, two, three years of my business, I've never not been linearly moving forward. I've always been manifesting my business goals. And the thing is, I know that I can do it. I know that I can set an income goal and I can hit it. I know I can. I know that I built my abundance to such a state and my faith and belief in myself to such a state that if I wanted to manifest 
50K, 100K next month, I could absolutely make it happen. But I have no more interest in manifesting money goals or success or abundance just for the sake of doing it. I now only want to do things my way. And I've decided, and what I found in the midst of the mush is that my way moving forward is ease and play and fun and bliss. And I have no more space in my life for anything that does not align with ease and fun and play and joy and bliss. Things can be easier. And don't get me wrong, I had and I still have a great life. I am grateful for my business. I am grateful for my life and all of the traveling I get to do and all of the free time that I have and all of the abundance that I have. But I'm a believer in that life gets to continuously get better and better and better. And in order for me to reach the next, next stage of better, the next stage of my life, I have to get clear on what that looks like and what that doesn't look like. And sometimes to manifest great, you have to let go of what's good. And to manifest like magical, amazing, unbelievable abundance, you have to let go of great. And that is really hard to do. So for me to commit to the next level in my life, I had to let go of a lot of really great things in my life. Because my life is great, but I'm not going to settle for great. I want magical. I want blissful. My business is not called Pursuit of Bliss for nothing. I want absolute bliss. And each time I get to the next level, I realize that there can be more. And you know, you can be grateful for what you have and also desire more. And I'm ready for the next stage of bliss in my life. And that means letting go of a lot of really great things. And that means experiencing the mush, the breakdown of a lot of really great things. So some even better things can manifest on the other side. So... To be honest, the last three months came after the best six months time period of my entire life. Um, the six months I spent in Costa Rica, I experienced the deepest levels of love I've ever experienced in my life. I've never felt that loved by community. And, um, you know, it came on the other side of a year of intense inner work and truly learning to deeply love myself. And coming out of that, I spent a few months like moving directly to Miami that's a jarring shift going from living in a small beach town surrounded by community in this little bubble to moving to a big city where I didn't know anyone it was hard and I was grieving in that time period and questioning everything and so I gave myself that time to actually sink deep into the loneliness and into the grief and into the sadness and into the confusion and I felt it on every level and I had weeks where I was crying every single day, like sobbing and sometimes not even knowing why, not even knowing where it was coming from. I was just letting emotions move through me and I want you to understand this if you're experiencing this on any level. You don't need to understand your emotions. You don't need to justify them. You don't need to label them. You don't need to know why they're there. Simply honor them. Let them move through you. Because when you allow the emotions to move through you, when you let it hurt without trying to label it as good or bad, without judging it, when you simply allow it to be there and to move through you, you're raising your vibration. You're releasing that that energetic vibration attached to that emotion, you're making space for all of the joy to come in, right? When you allow it to hurt, you actually allow space for joy to take the place of whatever that pain was. 
And so that's what I was doing. I was releasing so much repressed emotion. And, you know, I've had a lot of people ask me, how did you manifest your friends in Miami? Because on the other side, I've manifested the most incredible freaking community here. I feel more love than I felt in my whole life. So loved and, and, and so safe and so appreciated here. And, you know, I could give you all of the strategies I use to manifest these friends. And it's not going to help you if you're trying to manifest friends from a place of resisting loneliness. Are from a place of trying to feel more worthy by receiving external validation from people around you. And that's why it's so important to honor where you are. And I spent those three months honoring my loneliness and deeply feeling it rather than resisting it. What we resist persists. If you resist how you're feeling, it's simply going to persist. And if you try to manifest friends or anything else from the energy of resisting loneliness or resisting grief or resisting sadness, right? You want to manifest a boyfriend or a relationship to resist grief or you want to rebound to resist the heartbreak that you're feeling. Within whatever you do manifest, the rebound, the relationship, the friends, the community, the people, the abundance, anything, that manifestation will simply amplify the feelings you are trying to avoid. You'll feel, you'll feel more lonely within the relationship, within the community, within whatever it is. This is why, you know, manifesting from force, manifesting from scarcity, manifesting from resistance, or simply just doing the quote unquote manifestation practices without doing the shadow work does not lead to a fulfilling, abundant life long-term. And this is what so many manifestation teachers out there are teaching. And it makes me feel so sad. Because there's a time and a place for the manifestation practices and the principles. But if you're not doing the shadow work, you're going to always wonder if there's something wrong with you and why the things that you attract don't bring you the joy and fulfillment that you're looking for. And the truth is, there is no way to avoid the pain and the hurt and the loneliness and the sadness because this is our human experience that we signed up for. We signed up for a human experience and that means experiencing all of it. The full spectrum of human emotion, the joy, but also the sadness and the grief and the loneliness. And when you're no longer resisting it, there's a, a sense of almost, you know, that release, the sadness, whatever it might be, the moments where you're screaming in rage or you're sobbing with grief, it can be cathartic. It can be this like divine release. It'll leave you feeling lighter on the other side. This is where the magic happens. When you're no longer resisting the present moment, that is what surrender is. Surrender is a lack of resistance to the present moment and an allowance of what is. doesn't mean that you don't have goals and you don't take action, you don't have a vision, but it means you are detached from that outcome. Because the truth is, whatever you're experiencing right now is everything that you need to get wherever you ask to be. But if you're resisting the present moment, you're also resisting and blocking yourself from receiving whatever it is that you desire. The void is here to help you manifest what you want. But if you resist the void, you're resisting everything you've asked for. I intended to manifest community. And the universe gave me loneliness. And the universe gave me the void. But I surrendered to it and I deeply experienced it. And I held myself through the process. And I hired coaches to help we navigate the void. And on the other side, I manifested everything I wanted. 
the obstacle you're experiencing holds the key to everything you desire to manifest if you are brave enough to dive headfirst into the obstacle itself, to dive headfirst into the feelings and the emotions and the insecurities and the fears that come along with whatever the obstacle is. You know, we're all just living in this dream state. Life is this hologram, this dream state. Everything here your soul has dreamed up for you as a divine lesson to help you grow and evolve into the person you're meant to be, to be able to manifest and attract everything you've desired to reach higher states of bliss. And right now, a lot of us are collectively experiencing this. This is very common right now. So many people are feeling low energy and exhausted. And you want to know why? It is fucking exhausting to not be yourself. It is exhausting to show up with a mask on. It is exhausting showing up pretending to be okay, pretending to have it all together when you don't. It is exhausting to work towards goals and visions that no longer feel aligned with you just because you're too afraid of the uncertainty of stepping away from everything that you thought you had figured out. It is exhausting to resist the void. It is also exhausting to resist how you actually feel. It is also exhausting to feel how you actually feel. But it's a different kind of exhausting. It is draining to resist the present moment. It is draining to resist what's coming up for you. It's draining to resist the truths in your life that you don't want to face. It is draining to not show up as who you truly are in every single moment in order to save face. It is draining to try to stick to an old identity. It is draining to try to stick to an old identity that no longer actually feels exciting and aligned and inspiring to you. It is draining to try to fight, to control your life, to create certainty when there actually isn't certainty. And so I invite you, if you're feeling drained and low energy, to look at your life. Where are you avoiding truths? Where are you avoiding hard truths that you don't want to face? Where are you forcing yourself to take action when it doesn't feel inspiring to you anymore? Where are you trying to force yourself to move towards a goal or vision that might not actually spark genuine excitement within you? In what ways are you showing up with a mask on in your life? In what ways are you not showing up fully expressed to appease others or to align with an old identity that you think people expect you to show up as? In what ways are you avoiding the mush? In what ways are you resisting the mush? In what ways are you being called to slow down, to relax, to stop, to reset, to recalibrate, to just be with yourself and to trust and build faith that within the moments of doing nothing, you're actually recalibrating to a higher level of attracting and magnetizing, right? Doing nothing is not unproductive. It's actually oftentimes the most productive thing you can do if you're brave enough to do it. And this is what I've been navigating in the past few months, figuring out how I want to show up, what I want to share, what my truth is, what my vision is. And a lot of my vision has shifted and I'm so excited about the vision I have or my life right now. It's juicy and it feels good. And I'm actually in the midst of, I have just hired a new coach to help me navigate the new season of my life. Once I got clear on my vision, got clear on the energy, the new coach showed up. I knew it was a yes before I even talked to them. 
And I am in the process of investing 20K into this new vision and this new coach. And I'm so freaking excited. And I know I always say this, you have to be supported. This is not my first time making a 20K investment in a coach. But here comes the money codes, the money upgrades. I'm doing it in a week where I've just spent and I'm about to spend 15K on moving into a new apartment, an extremely abundant aligned apartment. I'm so stoked. I'm moving downtown into a beautiful Skyrise apartment with a gorgeous view and a rooftop pool and all the things that I wanted. And, you know, I manifested that along with the community. But at the same time, you know, I'm stepping into spending or I should say letting go of 40K in one week. (laughs) That is a big edge for me, but I've never felt so aligned before in my life. And this comes after three months of completely stopping my business. And I've got to say, it is scary. But, you know, I'm not one to not practice what I preach. You've got to let go of money if you want it to come back. You have to prove you trust it. And I do deeply trust money, and I have deep faith that it's all coming back to me multiplied. I know that. Money is meant to be let go of. It's meant to be redistributed and encircled within the economy. Money is not meant to be hoarded. It's made and, and it's attracted so it can enhance your life. The best investment you can ever make is an investment in yourself. I invest in myself before I invest in anything else. Stocks, Bitcoin, real estate, anything, all of that stuff. I come first. Investing in myself and my growth comes first. This is why I make huge quantum leaps in my life because I make quantum freaking investments. And this is why people invest in full in me because I invest in full in myself. Over and over and over and freaking over again, I invest in full in myself and I fully trust the people that I send money to. I fully trust them with the upgrades. And so this next stage in my life Oh my gosh, so much is coming. I can't even tell you guys. I can't wait to share my journey with you. You're going to see big things coming from me that you haven't seen before. And I can't wait to share it all. And I will continue to share continue to share it as my journey continues. But for now, I'm going to keep it sacred for just me as I navigate it. So with all of that said, I think I've kind of given you a general overview of where I am in my life. I do want to share some tips for any of you who are going through the void because, you know, the last three months I spent a lot of time journaling and reflecting, a lot of time healing, a lot of time being coached, mentored, and supported, a lot of time crying, a lot of time screaming, a lot of time just laying in my bed in the dark, feeling all the mush. And you know, it's actually, it's actually really funny because I remember the day that I first labeled what I was going through as being mush. I went through to my Silks class. Uh, if you've been following me on Instagram, you probably know Silks has been bringing me so much joy. It's the exercise classes I go to. It's kind of like dance classes, but on Silks hanging from the ceiling. And I got there and my instructor was wearing a t-shirt, no joke, that said mush across the front. And I looked at it and I just started laughing like, of course, you've got to be kidding me, universe. Um, You know, and the divine signs keep on coming the past few months. This whole three months of being in the mush, I have never felt more supported and loved on by the universe. Divine signs coming all over the freaking place. But I created a lot of stillness for myself in the past three months. And I highly recommend if you're going through the mush phase or the void, that you do that for yourself as well. Create stillness. 
time of just being with yourself with no one else, nothing else, no distractions, no internet, to just be with you. And this can be scary. It means facing your thoughts, means facing the emotions and feeling them. But it's important. It's important if you want to manifest everything that you want on the other side, right? And, um, you know, the time here that you're in the mush, in the void, is dependent on your ability to surrender to it. Because usually, when we fully surrender and no longer resist being in the void, we move through it a lot quicker. All right, so here are my tips to move through the void, or the mush, whatever you want to call it, successfully, so that you can manifest everything you want on the other side, because it is all coming. So... Step one is the fuel, which is what I've basically been dragging on and on and on about for the past 20 so minutes. Tip two is to receive support. Get yourself some mentorship. Get yourself a coach or a therapist. If you want to do therapy, go find some therapy, online therapy, in-person therapy. Sign up for BAA if you feel like being supported by me. I'm actually thinking about opening up some one-on-one or small group coaching If you feel called to that, reach out to me, send me a DM on Instagram or email me at support at boostedabliss.com or find another coach who aligns with you and at the very least, create a support group. You're not meant to go through this alone. You're just not. We are here on earth to hold each other's hands, to guide each other home, to support each other. Tip three, schedule in joy create joy consciously create joy I did a lot of coloring coloring brings me joy I did a lot of going to the ocean and swimming in the ocean like that brings me more joy than anything in the whole world I feel so at home in the ocean spent a lot of time with friends spent a lot of time watching funny movies create time for things that bring you joy actively step four stop seeking clarity and just be When you're in the void in these states of confusion, it's human to want to get out of them, to want to find clarity, to quote unquote fix the things that don't feel right, to fix the things that are crumbling in our lives. But my advice to you is don't seek clarity. Clarity comes on the other side of feeling. It never comes when we try to seek it. Focus on just being present. You don't need to find the clarity. Let the clarity find you. Focus on being present with whatever is present for you right now. Step five, trust. Lean into faith. Faith isn't built when everything is going your way. Faith is built when things aren't going your way and you choose to trust anyway. Trust in the universe, trust in source, trust in God, trust in yourself. It's a choice. Lean into it. Faith over fear. Uh, Tip six, move ground, get sunshine, sleep, drink water. This seems basic, but it makes a huge difference. Difference, I should say. Move your body even if it's just walking every day. Ground yourself. Get your feet on the bare ground, even if it's just grass in your front lawn or a park. Touch a tree. Hug a tree. Ground yourself for at least 10 minutes a day. I love to connect to Mother Nature. I love to put my hands on trees and speak to the trees, receive their wisdom. I love to speak to the ocean when I'm in the ocean. I'll lay my head on the grass and ask for advice from Mother Earth. Mother Earth has infinite wisdom to offer you if you're willing to listen. Drink more water than you think you need. Take naps and get sunshine every day. Uh, Tip seven, let go of timelines and linear success. Let go of whatever timeline you think you need to fit 
to become a worthy member of society. For me, I purged a lot in the last three months. I purged a lot of the need, the subconscious need I realized I had for my life to look a certain way by a certain age, right? Like, for example, being married or having kids by 30 or 35 or having a certain kind of success or um, owning a home or having a certain amount of stability or whatever that might look like. Wherever you are right now is exactly perfect for you and your path. So if you have any ties, like if that triggered you at all, if you have any ties at all to certain ways you think your life might need to look, lean into that and give yourself space to grieve all of the ways that your life has not aligned with what you thought you wanted it to be and honor that those paths are not the paths to your personal highest levels of bliss or you would be there. Your path to your highest level of bliss is going to look different than the norm. And that's okay because the norm truly following society's standards because you need to please or you have an internal unconscious need to please your parents or society or anyone else is not going to bring you bliss. I promise. Following your own path, following your own path is the only way there. But you've got to grieve all of the ways your life hasn't Reach those standards in order to allow yourself to move forward. Tip eight, know that you're not alone. There's nothing wrong with you. You're not the only one experiencing this. We're collectively going through this. And you'll find that if you can find it within you to be vulnerable enough with those closest to you, there are those around you who are experiencing the same thing. But the problem is we're all going around with masks on, pretending everything's okay, putting on a brave face, not being vulnerable and therefore all feeling even more lonely within our our unique voids can you be brave enough to to be vulnerable enough and to share what's actually going on the confusion that you're actually feeling you'll find that you're not alone step nine i highly recommend receiving support from your highest self from your from your future self and i'll explain what this looks like and feels like first i want you to imagine you have the version of yourself who was at rock bottom in your life. Maybe it was a year ago, 10 years ago, 20 years ago, sitting in front of you. What advice would you give them? You know, if I had myself from five years ago, I would let her know, hey, everything is going to be okay. The money is coming. The success is coming. The love is coming. The connection, the community, the friends, it's all coming. The purpose. Your life is going to be better than you can even imagine. Take a break. It's okay. I love you. You don't need to force things. Right? That amongst a midst of other advice. What would you give that version of you? Now, I want you to apply that same advice to your life now. And I want you to imagine the version of yourself, one year, two years in the future, who has it all figured out, maybe even 10 years, 20 years, if it feels aligned, imagine the 89-year-old version of yourself. Close your eyes and visualize them sitting next to you right now. Maybe even pause the podcast and do this. What advice, what advice are they giving you? I just got chills. Because I'm doing this practice for myself in this moment. But the thing is here, are you brave enough to fully receive and act on their wisdom and advice? Trust yourself and trust what they tell you. This isn't just your imagination. It's real. 
right? Everything we can imagine is real. We've just been conditioned to believe that it's fake, to hold us back from our own power. And I could create a whole podcast on that, but I won't right now. It's real. The future version of yourself, right? All timelines are collapsed. Time isn't a real thing. That 90-year-old version of yourself is actually existing right now in the ever-present moment. Trust their advice. Listen to it. All right, tip number, what am I on? Nine or ten, I lost track. Next tip. I want you to know that you cannot trust how you perceive yourself when you're in the middle of the hot mess. When you're in the midst of an emotional mess or a breakdown or you're crumbling or you're in the void, you're feeling down on yourself. You can't trust your thoughts about yourself. It's important that you honor them because your emotions are valid. But just know that this feeling is not going to last. And the thoughts you're having about yourself, they are not true. And if you need to, reach out to a loved one for some perspective. Sometimes I need this. I need to go to my best friend for her to hype me up. I let her know my insecurities and she lets me know how amazing I actually am. Because it's easy to forget when you're in the void. This is why we have support. This is why we have mentors, we have coaches, we have courses, we have friends and loved ones to hype us up. Don't be afraid to go get someone to hype you up. And next tip, your limiting beliefs might come back. When we're in the midst of the void or in the midst of feeling lost and confused, sometimes old limiting beliefs we thought we worked through might come back. It's not because you're moving backward. It's easy for people to fall into the trap of thinking they're moving backward. You're not. That's not possible. You're not regressing. When old belief systems come up or you feel you're falling into old patterns, it's actually an opportunity to react differently this time. Because let's say an old limiting belief comes up or an old pattern comes up. It is a massive growth to even just say, you know what? In the midst of this belief coming up or in the midst of myself observing myself falling into an old pattern that I might label and judge as toxic, I am choosing to have grace for myself and love myself a little bit more. I am choosing to say, you know what, Kristen? In the midst of witnessing you falling back into an old pattern that I didn't want to fall back into, I am choosing to actively forgive and love myself still, to love you still. That is massive freaking growth. Sometimes growth doesn't look like every single thing in our physical life changing. Growth doesn't mean never falling back into old patterns. Growth doesn't mean never having insecurities or never having a limiting belief again. Growth means loving yourself through all of those moments. Growth means witnessing and becoming conscious of those moments and choosing love. That means next time the pattern comes up, it will be easier to shift it. You will have less resistance to it because when we sit and judge and shame ourselves for falling into the same patterns or having limiting beliefs, they persist even more strongly and become a repeating pattern. We continue to attract more and more of these toxic patterns into our lives. But if you choose to love yourself through it rather than judging yourself through it, we release the resistance. We release the resistance and that's how we manifest long-term change. Are you brave enough to love yourself through it? Next tip. Let the darkness crack yourself open because that's where the light comes through. This is my favorite, I don't know what you want to call it, saying I guess, that I always come back to whenever I'm in the midst of the deep feels. Let the pain crack you open so the light can come through. And I always think of that story I forget where I read it, but there's a story of there's some culture 
I don't even know if it's true or not, but I think it's beautiful. Um, and there's a saying that in a certain culture, I forget which one, when they used to drop their clay bowls or pottery, they wouldn't throw away. They wouldn't throw it away. They wouldn't throw the pieces away and say it was a waste. They would instead put it back together with gold in the crack so it would be even more beautiful than it was before. And that's what's happening to us when we allow ourselves to be cracked open by pain or hurt or grief or sadness or loneliness or confusion. Things fall apart so that they can be put together and unfold in an even more beautiful way than we could have ever imagined. And that's happening for you right now, even if you can't feel it. You're manifesting all the beautiful things right now. I know you are. You wouldn't be listening to this. I don't believe in coincidences. You're listening to my words for a reason. All of your dreams are coming. They're yours. The beauty, the abundance, the magic, it's coming. If you're brave enough to be present with what is present right now. There has to be a death and a rebirth for an initiation into the next level of your life. Uh, next tip is write. Write, 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 write. You're going to want to read it after. Believe me. You're going to want to reflect on the void. Write. Get all the feels out with pen and paper. If you don't like to write, record yourself on video just talking. Get all of the feels out. Sometimes we just need to get it out of our system. Sounds simple, but set a timer. Don't let yourself stop writing or speaking for five minutes. At least once a week, if not every single day. It's a really powerful practice. And last tip I'm going to give you is to ask yourself, what truly excites you? And this can be a triggering question because you might give me an autom automatic answer. And I want you to move past the automated answer. Because your brain is automatically going to say, oh, X, Y, and Z. Whatever your current goals are for your life. But I want you to get deeper. Why do your current goals excite you? Why? Is it because you feel like you need to stick with them because they've been your goals for a while? Because you're going to let people down if you don't stick with them? Because it's the only thing you can currently think of? Or is there something more exciting than what you currently have in mind that you're too afraid to even think about? Because it might mean letting go of some things in your life that are going to be hard, difficult, and painful to let go of. Or are you not willing to think about them because you don't feel worthy of achieving them? Right now we're going through a collective phase where there is more than what you're imagining for yourself. But oftentimes, a lot of us are being blocked from accessing or envisioning that more that we actually can have. Because we're so stuck on sticking with whatever we think we need to currently stick with. It's okay to trash everything and start over. What actually, truly, genuinely lights you up and excites you? Get real and get serious. I don't care how unrealistic it seems. I don't care how crazy it is. Ask yourself, if my actions and choices didn't let anyone down, didn't affect anyone in a negative way, if I knew that they would all manifest with ease, if I simply chose them, what would I choose? What would excite me the most? Just feel into that energy a little bit. See what comes up for you. And actually, I said that was the last tip. This is the last one. Give yourself a damn break. Rest is productive. Give yourself a damn break. I love you. You are so loved. I'm so proud of you. You're on the right path, I promise. And I would love to support you if that feels aligned for you. Whether or not you're in the void, BAA is open for enrollment. 
Uh, the link is in my bio for that on Instagram. It's in the show notes. If you feel inspired to be supported in a deeper way, I encourage you to send me a DM on Instagram at Pursuit of Bliss with an underscore so we can see what that might look like for us to work together on a more intimate, deep level. So only for people who are serious about their growth, ready to seriously invest emotionally, spiritually, and financially. And if this podcast spoke to you on any level, it would be an honor and I would be so overjoyed if you could leave an honest review on iTunes. Those really help the podcast to reach more people and they really touch my soul. If you do choose to do that, email a screenshot of your review before you submit it to support at com, and I will personally send you a little gift directly to your email come hang out with me on Instagram. I love when you guys reshare my episodes on your stories when you and I love being able to repost them. It uh, means the world. I love hearing your feedback. I really hope this episode spoke to you. If you are experiencing the void, I want to hear more about your experience. I'd love for you to share it with me. I'm sending you so much love, all of you. Thank you for being here on, on this journey with me. Love you all so much and I will see you next week.